0: Welcome to the Roaring Twenties Podcast. I am your host, Peter Torres. Hope everyone's enjoying enjoying their Friday. If you're from the Northeast, you're enjoying the snow, trying to stay cozy, stay warm. Um, This episode features an interview with Jackson Olson. I played with Jack, uh, I didn't play with him, but I played against him when he was at Hartford. He's currently at Stetson University. If you're on TikTok, like you saw and you heard about episode three, Go give him a look. Jackson Olson on TikTok. Great stuff. Great interview. Really enjoyed it. Had a really good conversation with him talking about just what our message is and what his message is on TikTok and just you know being who you are. And it really was a great conversation. So um let's get into it. Hit it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't wanna
0: G-S. be a player. I- I'm not a out just crushing a lot. the Rolling Twenties podcast episode five. I'm with my guy Jackson Olsen. Really excited to have him. I hit him up on Instagram. I'm sure he gets a lot of DMs but uh, I'm glad he was able to hit me up and and uh, he answered. He said he was down for the interview. So I actually want to talk about baseball first. We can get into the TikTok stuff TikTok stuff later. You, It's crazy for the listeners that don't know. I played against Jackson at Hartford when he was at Hartford and I was on New Albany. Jackson was balling out on the field, you know, hitting like 350, balling out and I was catching bullpens on the side, so he probably has no recollection of who I am. <laughs> but um it's actually pretty funny. So dude, like let's let's talk about Stetson. Now you're at Stetson University. How has this transition been going from Northeast baseball cold cold as hell, you know, it's a, it's a it's a different type of grind to like down south, gorgeous weather, Florida.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice definitely being in Florida. Um, I did get used the, the, the weird thing is like, you know, this too, like you get used to the cold and yeah. you kind of, you don't enjoy playing in it, but you, you have like trained your body to be able to handle that cold. And like, when you get down to Florida, like those practices in early, what was it? Like early September, those yeah. were the hottest. I've, it's the hottest I've ever been in my entire life. Like it was fun. It was, I had a great time. Cause like you can, you can feel your hands, but like it was, it was, it was tough to get used to. But I guess, I guess there's a weird thing where like your blood thins and I, I guess my blood thinned and I got used to it. And um, so it, it is a lot easier to hit and easier to catch ground balls and definitely easier to have fun. But when it gets hot, it gets hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think one thing that like baseball players or maybe outsiders looking in that they don't understand is that you know like one, the first third of our season, I don't know about you guys, but we're practicing indoors. Like we like we don't have at University of Albany, like we don't have like a nice facility, turf facility. Like we practice in a bubble in like a gym. It's like like for the first third of the season. Meanwhile, teams down south are probably like using like they're like royalty down there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because we, we do this, we did the same thing at Hartford. We did have turf. So we would go out when it was, it doesn't, didn't matter how cold it was. It could be, it could be 10 degrees. And if it's, if there's no snow on the ground, we're playing, we're, we're going outside. Like, but yeah. we did have a bubble that we, we went to, um, we had to go at 6am. Yeah, uh, no heat, no, no heat, no heat. So uh, we would just go in and it would be the same temperature as it was outside Literally. at 6am and it was freezing. But um, you, like I said, you just get used to it. You just like, you get used to it and you, you're doing it with all your best friends. So it's like you get used to it.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's hard because like, like the indoor facilities, like we'd have to wake up at like five 30 in the morning and it would be like 10 degrees outside, like driving to an offsite <laughs> bubble. Like we had to do yep. that too. I think, I think we did that maybe like four or five times, like, like on a Saturday. Yeah. And we'd be yep. from like five to 7am, come home and then sleep for the rest of the day. I, and then I was five. literally
1: just about to say that. I was just about to say that we'd come back. At like 7 a.m., and everybody just passed like class at 10 o'clock. You sleep until 9 59 and then you sprint to class. Like, yeah,
0: that's that was the schedule. Like, we would, I think, we would do it on Saturdays, so it's like obviously we wouldn't go out Friday and then we would wake up at like 4 30, go to the facility, get our practice stuff ready, get to the bubble at like 5 30, and then from 5 30 to 7, and then we'd get back, it'd be like 8 a.m., and we would fall asleep. And then I think <laughs> one time, like, we'd be like It would be like one o'clock. We'd all wake up and be like, "All right, like let's go get some drinks or something. Let's go, (laughs) let's go pregame now." Like we would be ready to go out already because we're just all practiced and done.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: So, like, um, the draft. Now, have you gotten any letters regarding that? Because, like, you know, we always like scout day. Like, has that been like a thing in Stetson? How has that situation been with you? Because the draft has got to be, it's a, it's a mess right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought, I mean, I thought I had a good shot last year if it was 40, if I had a good year. Um, obviously I I was a senior, so it would have been like a late, probably a late round. Um, but I've talked to probably like 20 teams through the draft portal, um, over the last two years, year and a half, the draft portal, um, prospect portal and playing in the Cape really helped me out a lot. But I mean, if this draft is only 20 rounds this year, like I'm 23. Yeah. they're, they're going to be drafting the younger guys. And like, I'm hoping to get possibly a like that senior sign, like a yeah. $2,000 bonus or whatever. I, I did get offered that by the Diamondbacks when I was in the Cape. They said, We'll have you down. We'll give you like two grand. And I was like, No, I'll, I might get that next year. So we're just going to finish out senior year. And then it was five rounds. So I don't regret it. I don't regret not taking it because I probably would have gotten lost in the mix. And I'm glad I'm at Stetson right now. It's the, I've had, I had the best fall I've ever had. And it was just the just the most fun I've probably ever had playing baseball because it's like I said, it's it's warmer <laughs> and
0: yeah, I was, and it's I, easy to have fun. Yeah, I was going to add that to the, like the next point, like how how much of a difference of like the facilities and like how you're treated down there? Like, how is that compared to being in Hartford? Because, you know, when people think just D1, they just assume your royalty. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak for Hartford, but at Albany, you know, it's like we were, we're mostly known as a lacrosse school and like. We get more praise through that. Like, I felt like almost like baseball at Albany wasn't like, like we weren't like gods, I guess, but like, yeah, we we didn't feel as appreciated as some of the other sports. How does it feel now, like at Stetson, where like literally Jacob DeGrom went there and like big game players go to that school?
1: I mean, I think it's all relative and it's funny because like, I, we, we got treated great at Hartford. Like, we, the baseball team got treated great. It's just different because so much more money is put into these Southern schools. Like Stetson gets a lot more money. So it feels like you're treated better. But honestly, I really feel like every school is, I mean, unless the coach is like a a crazy man. Like my coach at Hartford was amazing. Justin Blood, amazing coach, amazing guy. And he treated us well. And like we went to a regional, we went to Stetson. We played at Stetson my sophomore year. It just shows that like really any team, any team, I I think, well, also I think the main difference between Southern and Northern teams, this is the major difference there's only one thing, and it's depth, the depth of the team. Because my my team at Hartford, I think we were just as good or better as the Stetson team that we played my sophomore year. But it's just the depth because they roll out – if, if their shortstop gets hurt, they roll out a guy that's just as good or better than that guy. If a pitcher, like, gets shelled for two innings, they roll out another guy that's throwing 95. We don't have that depth in the north. And so I feel like that's that's not really answering your question, but I just feel like every it's all relative, and every team – that's a division one team is kind of treated the same way based on what they have.
0: And uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah. The depth, depth in, in, I can definitely understand that because there's, I feel like there's more gravitation to like the Southern schools, obviously the talent there, like the talent mm-hmm. level, whereas like Northeast, like talent needs to get developed as the years go on. I feel like some freshmen totally grow into like special players. Like once they get to senior year, like I've seen it with mm-hmm. got kids on my team, I've seen it with kids on your team. You know, it's like, I didn't know who you were for your freshman year. But then Mm -hmm. like, as the years got got on, I remember we were, we would be like, yo, this kid Jackson Olsen is like balling out right now. Like we got to get ready for this kid. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. Like, like, like you said before the depth, like in down South teams, like you probably like have teams from like all over the country. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just crazy because like our infield at Stetson is going to be like, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't like speaking too early on anything, but like just, The fact that in the fall, when we had our, our like projected starting lineup playing against the guys that would probably be the second string guys, we had our eight and nine hitters. So it was me and the shortstop who's played there for four years, George Arenas. We both played a year in the Cape and he was a Cape all-star and we're hitting eight, nine in the lineup. That just shows that like, like the down South teams just have so many guys that are ballers and like so many guys that can get drafted. And I mean, Northern teams can have that too. Like Boston college, they have like seven guys that are gonna be like probably really good really high picks in the draft, six or seven. And um so it really does depend. But I mean
0: No Yeah, I I, I, I get what you're saying exactly. The the depth there is a huge it's it's definitely a different factor, especially down south. Now, let's, um, let's get into the TikTok stuff. So I, I, I want to say this story that I'm one for when I was like in, at Albany, I was very open for like new applications or just like, you know, being myself or being stupid or being funny or like, you know, being a little out of the ordinary. And I remember I was sitting in my in my off campus house and I was like going through my for you page and I and I saw a video you posted. I think we were in the Hartford dorm. And I was like, this kid looks familiar and I like I looked at your profile, I was like, holy shit, that's Jackson Olsen. And I was like, Holy shit, this this one has like seventy six thousand likes. And I was like, <laughs> and I, I had a TikTok that was like eight thousand. I thought I was like, Holy shit, like like this is pretty crazy. And yeah. you know, you see the comments, like one thing I want to notice that like MLB, their TikTok account like did they follow you?
1: They follow yeah, they follow. I know you. they
0: I know they comment on like every single one, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think maybe? Funny, do, okay? do you ever DM them and be like, "Hey, like I know, like you like my TikToks, but any chance you could uh, reach out to some of these teams?"
1: No. Well, the funny thing is, I have reached out to that. We we actually DM back and forth. They ask me to be in videos. And I was just in one of their recent videos, like rating dance moves from like major league baseball players. I was like, like rating them in my, in my apartment and I DM them like probably two or three months ago. And I was like, Hey, if you ever have any openings, like I wasn't talking about the draft or anything. I was like, if you have any openings for the social media team, I'm more than happy to be on that team. Cause I love, obviously baseball ends eventually. I would love to play professional baseball, but it's going to end. And to be able to have my two loves making social media content and baseball like come as one like i think that that's probably my dream right now honestly and they were like yeah we'll keep you we'll keep your name in our system like we'll definitely be in contact with you we love your stuff we love what you do and
0: um so yeah we'll see that's awesome like reaching out to them too because like obviously you know that baseball is never like it doesn't last forever and like an opportunity like that, like certainly presents itself. Like that's got to be an awesome feeling. Just knowing that you know, baseball obviously is your number one priority when it comes to this right now. But like producing content, producing, I think, is super underrated in our generation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of kids like shy away from that. Which I want to talk about like your next topic. Like we understand as athletes, you know, it, it feels like athletes are supposed to be very mild mannered and very like looking straightforward, and they're not supposed to, you know, they're supposed to like stay in their own lane. Yeah. yeah. I think part of your, part of your content that I really like is that you're like, you know, be yourself, be who you are. Like you shouldn't have to filter yourself because you're under a certain, you know, social status, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's when I really realized, like I was, I I was, the the whole reason that this whole, don't be afraid to be you thing. Like that's my, um, like not, I didn't come up with it, obviously people have said it before, but I kind of like, like made it my own. And really like it resonates with a lot of people now. And I put it on my merch that I sell it. The re the whole reason behind it is because I was afraid to be myself for a long time. I was so scared to put myself out there and show who I really am. And I had interests, but I never, people never knew what they were. And so I was a very like unknown kid in high school and kind of unknown. Like, who is this kid? Like, we know he plays sports, but like, who is he really? And that's when I started TikTok, And I was like, all right, like, here we go. I'm showing everyone who I am. I'm, if I get 500 followers or whatever from TikTok, like I'm still going to keep posting them. I'm going to keep showing people. And I just hit 200,000 today, like, like 10 minutes ago, I just hit 200,000 followers. And I was just going to, really,
0: I was just going to say congratulations on that. Cause I just checked your profile and I was like, yeah, he finally got it, man. Like, that's awesome, man. Good, good <laughs> bad for you. And,
1: and the one thing I always uh, talk about on my live streams is like, I don't care about the followers. And like I said, like if I had 500 followers, I'd be still posting the exact same content. And you can ask anyone that's followed me. You can go back and look at my first videos that I ever posted. I have not changed the way I am. Not even for one video. I just keep the whole thing. I've got, I've gotten out of my shell more, but I haven't changed who I am. And it's just such a refreshing feeling to be able to go onto TikTok and I can post a video and I'm not in a lot. I think a lot of people that post videos and this is the problem that people don't, why people don't post, they post a video and they're like, Oh God, here we go. Like, what are people gonna think? Like, is this? Am I gonna have to delete this? I post them, and I'm like, this video. I love this. Like, this is me. I don't care if people hate it, and and usually when you do that, people don't hate it because if you're being true to yourself and not trying to be someone else, people respect that. And even if they don't like the video, I post a very wider variety of uh, TikToks. I have a greatest showman costume that if any of you are watching this, I, yeah, I have a greatest showman costume and I wear it in TikToks because I love the movie, favorite movie ever. I dance in it. I just made one today where I was dancing in the gym and like five people were watching me and I was like, like,
0: who Who cares? cares? Who cares?
1: Don't be afraid to be you. Like who cares? And that's the most fun part of now I'm having more fun than I've ever had in my entire life. And that's what I try to get across to people. People DM me all the time. Like, Hey, like, I just appreciate you so much and like your videos brighten my day, but they don't only brighten my day. Like they've inspired me to branch out and start posting videos and being myself, not care what other people think. Even if you're a weirdo, like, I'm a weirdo, but I don't
0: care. So. Yeah, it's almost like as as I finished college, I've kind of embraced being a weirdo a little bit more. And also one of the first messages I had in episode 1 of my podcast was I don't really give a fuck if I have 10 listeners or 10,000 listeners. At the end yeah. of the day, I know I'm doing something that I appreciate and I enjoy doing and producing content for people that relate, which is called, called the Roaring 20s podcast for people that are in their 20s because I'm done with college, I'm moving on to the real world like I, now I'm taking a step forward and addressing this, this shit that we're all going through. Like that was yeah. the point of this, this podcast. And I wanted to bring you on because like, I just knew that you have like me and you have like a similar mindset in regards to just be yourself. And it's not a, fr- like you shouldn't have to be afraid to be you on a social media platform. Yeah.
1: And, and, an and the, the thing about us is like, which is really cool. And I hope people listening to this are really like getting this in their head that when you're not afraid to be yourself, so i made a TikTok about this the other day like so many doors open that you never thought were possible before like like the fact that you're doing this pot like you decided one day you're like you know what i'm gonna do this and i know i know there was like a, something in your mind where you were like all right like i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it the next day and then one day you were like i'm doing this and i'm making this happen and now like we're you're doing a podcast and you're having me on and like that was the whole thing with me and TikTok. like once i started it opened up door. People like MLB commenting, like me getting in touch with MLB. Like that would have never happened if I didn't post my first video, of like I did like a like a stupid baseball video,
0: yeah.
1: And like it blew up. And like your like you say obviously, and it's a good it's a good thing to think this. Like we both don't care about the followers or the listeners or whatever. But like if you keep going at this, like like you're going, it's like you're going to something that. will hit.
0: Like something I, will hit. Something should Someone, hit.
1: Someone's you know? gonna be like, wow, like this is actually cool. Someone like some random guy that's a millionaire that's that like does his own podcast could be watching yours one day like randomly stumble upon it and be like this is kind of cool like this is kind of sick
0: yeah, and like exactly.
1: reach out to you so you never know like it doesn't matter how many people you're reaching it matters th- that you're reaching people
0: yeah so exactly uh that was going to bring me to my next point so like how is, how has that been like the tiktok community like i mean i i know you've you've been friends with um that girl allison who does the hair i know like how what is that like do you actually meet up with these people like do you actually like hey like let's link up let's create content together how does that work with the within like that type of community
1: yeah so obviously it's hard right now with covid i met i didn't meet but like over social through social media i've met a bunch of people like it's weird to say that meeting i don't even want to use that word but like i've like stumbled across their page where they've seen my page. And like, we start talking about ideas and just, there's this girl, Kelly, um, Salpeter on TikTok And she does like these really funny videos with her mom. And she, she's verified 800,000 followers. And like, you see, you see those videos and you're like, wow, this person's like famous. So like, I don't really want to like reach out to them or anything. And then I reached out and we like talk back and forth about ideas and stuff. And like, She's a normal person, like everybody on TikTok. There's no one that's famous, like a famous person. Like they're all just people that are known on TikTok, and that's the cool thing about it. Like anyone can do it. And I've met probably yeah, like probably like 20 people. Allison's one of them that I met, and um, we're really good friends now. She does like the yeah, like the letters with her hair and stuff, and it's just cool. Like we talk about ideas. We not necessarily we've made a couple of videos together, but like it's more about the that we have like people that are on TikTok. They kind of share the same like motivation to like create really funny like like funny ideas and funny content and I think that's the coolest part like you can collaborate without making videos together you can collaborate by just sharing ideas and I think that's really cool
0: it's almost like you guys are like on the same team you know it's it's like literally social networking but through making funny relatable content like that's that's the best part of it all yeah exactly and like obviously through covid like it's tough
1: to meet up with people so that's what we have that's what we have
0: yeah i did want to say and i know I do have a confession, and I know you talked about it before, and I know you probably won't be happy that I'll confess this: that I've never seen the greatest showman. <laughs> I knew you were going to say I was, that. I knew, that I, I, knew. I knew. I was like, I, I see your TikToks, and I like listen. I, The costume is hilarious. To those who are listening right now that haven't seen Jackson's TikTok, man, like you got to look at this kid's content. Like it's relatable. It's funny. It's real. It's, it's not like, he's not like, it's not like a fake. He's not, he's like real. He's like literally one of us. Like he makes really funny content and the greatest showman's a big part of his content. And he has this costume. That's crazy. And whenever I see that costume, I'm like, damn, I need to watch this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's funny because a lot of people like haven't seen it, that watch my videos. And I've like, it, it sounds dumb, but like I try to inspire people through my videos to be themselves. But through doing that, I've also like inspired people to watch The Greatest Showman. <laughs> it's, it's funny to think, but like people are always commenting like, oh, I finally saw it. They're, I get tagged in probably like 50 videos a day or like fi- like 50 people are just commenting at me from different videos of The Greatest Showman, like this is you or like, like Jackson you have to see this like people that I don't even know that are just commenting it so that's funny
0: yeah I I know I I really need to watch I do feel bad like interviewing and not having to watch (laughs) that yet but like I definitely will get on that and when I do I'll probably let you know how it goes yeah let let me know so I had I had two questions regarding this the first one is when you were posting tiktoks when was the moment you were like this is this is legit like if I keep posting this stuff and if I keep getting these results Like, even though you're not trying to get results, you're just like, you know, people are giving, are liking your stuff. Yeah. When was the moment it like clicked? You were like, damn, like TikTok is like really my game right now.
1: It was, it was the first time that I checked my analytics. I didn't know you could check analytics on TikTok. And so I was getting these like crazy view videos. I was getting like, I got 400,000, 300,000, 800,000, like back to back to back. And I was like, that's cool. But like, I, I didn't really understand the enormity of like, that's oh that's that many people are watching this video and then I saw my analytics and it said like my follower count and it said I gained 7,000 followers in one day and I was like and I didn't even I don't even at that point I had like 20,000 so I wasn't really paying attention to it that much and it went from 20 to 27 in one day and I'm like holy crap like this is this could be real like I kind of have to I didn't feel an obligation to keep posting but I was like I probably should keep posting like this is, this could be something for me. And um, the best thing about being yourself is that you never run out of ideas. I haven't, I posted TikTok every single day. I've missed like probably like five days in the last year. I've posted 440 TikToks, I think. And it's because ideas just come to you. Like I made one today in the gym of like when the greatest showman soundtrack comes on in the gym. And I just made a fool of myself, like, like making it, but I'm like, this is so e- such an easy concept because it's me and I think I've grown this following where people know who I am now. Yeah. And if I post a video that's anything different than who I am, they're going to be like, what is this? Like, what is this? So that's kind of what I try to focus on.
0: Uh, make it, I mean, I've, I've made a few TikToks and like the one I said that has the most, like they take kind of some time though. They kind of like, yeah. if you have a, like a very th- well thought out idea, it's kind of like you're shooting a movie.
1: No, it is. And like, there's some that I have, um, like my most liked TikTok I think it just hit like 600,000 likes and it was a me coming home uh, for Thanksgiving. And it was like a back home baller SNL. Skate. Yeah.
0: I saw that. And, yeah. yeah, And it took,
1: it was only, it, it looked so easy to make. And it's like, all right, this is, it's just me like filming myself and stopping it. But like setting up the exact time where you wanted to stop, like having the perfect expression where like you're, you're talking when the words are coming out of the video like it took me probably an hour to do and it was a 20 second video
0: yeah like that uh, people don't understand that like when people make t- i mean obviously the, the kids that just like dance for like 30 seconds like they have their seconds. they have their life easy like yeah. if we like if, you're, if we're like like comedy and like good sketches that it's like literally like you're shooting a movie
1: no it is sometimes yeah and like the the, the people that and i have no nothing against anyone that posts anything on tiktok i love all, like everyone that posts anything unless it's like derogatory and like coming at people. Yeah. I love it because it's it's it spreads the message further of be yourself. So the people that dance with their shirts off, like guys that dance with their shirts off, go ahead. If that's your thing. Do it. But like they can they post it and it it takes 30 seconds to make. And I'm sitting here. I'm like thinking of a really funny idea, ma- like making fun of myself. And I'm like, oh, what if I could just do that? <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'll never do that. I don't think.
0: Do you have like a notes idea, like on your on your iPhone? Because when I'm when I I have a notes thing on my phone for like podcast ideas or subjects I want to talk about. That like the moment I think of something, I'm like, I got to write this down right now, or else I know I'm gonna forget it.
1: Yeah, my thing. So I have a thing where, and I'm I'm just a crazy person, but like I have a notes thing, but it only it only has one idea in there because whenever I write an idea in there, I go film it right away. Cause I'm like, I'm so excited to film it that I write it down and I'm like, I write down the script that I want. I go film it and that's it. So like I have, I I think the thing is like when you have a really, really good idea, you have to act on it right away because immediately. And because if you wait too long, it's like, you're not going to show, you're not going to be as excited to make it. And it's going to, sh- you're going to show that in the video that you're like, you're really not excited. So like when I thought of the gym one today, I was like, I had, I drank a full bang energy drink and I'm like, I'm doing this right now. I just thought of this idea. I didn't even write it down. I'm like, let's just film it in the moment. Because I think the, my best videos that I've ever had are all in the moment. Every single one of them is like, I think of it and I'm like, I have to make it right now. And that's the, those are the ones that do the best. Those are the, yeah,
0: though, I was going to say those are the best ones. My last question, I think I'll, I'll end it on this. Like when it started to click and when things started to blow, I mean, you got 200,000 followers. So my, I'll say it again. My best like one was like 8,500, I think. And my phone was like nonstop notifications. Like how has, like, I always wonder like with famous people, like, obviously like so many people like their pictures. So many people like their, their TikToks. Like how, at what, like, does it, is it like overwhelming or is it like, do you have to turn your notifications off or how does that work?
1: Oh yeah. I, I turned my notifications off. Um, probably like four, like three or four months ago. So whenever I go on it, it'll say like the, it'll have the notification thing and I'll press it and I'll go to the, the, the thing that I mostly focus on is the mentions. Cause when someone mentions me in a video, like I want to, um, interact like with that. Look at like, it. Li- yeah. I want to like it. And I want to comment on it and be like, that's awesome. Cause I get a lot of duets from my greatest showman ones. And I, it's like it's sometimes it's like little kids with like a, a little PT Barnum guy the costume and i'm like that's what i like like that's what i want to interact with um but yeah like i'll get when i when i started to really blow up when i had like fifty thousand and i went to 60 70 80 i like i was getting a lot every day a lot of comments on my thing so i was like you know what i'm turning it off i'll look at them when i want to because i can't consume when you have your notifications on it consumes your life so much because you look at your phone and you're like oh i only have like three comments what the heck and you like refresh you refresh it again you refresh it again. So I, after that, I was like, you know what, however many comments I get, I get, I don't really care. I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at them, comment back, but it can't, it can't consume your life like that. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, I just thought of this one last question. Sorry again. So when you transferred to Stetson, did your Stetson teammates be like, yo, this is the TikTok kid. Like, were they like, were they intimidated? Were they like, yo, you're the kid? Like, yeah. were they like yo, tra- like what's good with this kid? Like, how was that trans? <laughs> how was that transition? Like.
1: Yeah, no, this is actually a really good question. This is the best question that I have gotten because so when we went down there this year to play them at the start of before the season got canceled, they were heckling me. They were like, there's the TikTok kid. I heard all of it. Like I had a really bad weekend at the plate too. I struck out like six times because it just got in my head so much. And at that point I was still afraid to be myself. And I was like, oh, I'm, I can't post these anymore. Like I'm done. And then that's what, um, that's
0: what I'm talking about though. Like, I feel like some, like the backlash of that, like of posting funny stuff, like that is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, but so I think the the
1: best part about this is that like they were heckling me, whatever. And I got to Stetson and I'm like, oh shoot. Like I have to actually see these guys that like hate me. I thought they hated me. I thought they hated my guts, but now like I have made the best friends that I'll ever have in my life at Stetson. And it's because they really realize that like I'm not doing this for followers, I'm not doing it for likes. I'm just being myself. And I've I've gotten like four or five guys on my team to start posting TikToks. So they post them now. And like one of my friends, one of my really good friends now, Kyle Ball, who's the third baseman for Stetson, he started posting them. He started being in my TikToks and like he's excited about it now too. And there's not one guy on the team. Maybe they talk about it behind my back. I don't know. But like every person that's ever talked to me at Stetson on the team has just like they've ended up liking me and they they've ended up accepting me because they know that's just who I am. I don't change. I don't change myself and they're like they really respect that, I think. And like I said, there's the guys that heckled me. I know who they are. There's like three or four of them. They're some of my best some of my best friends now, which
0: is really cool. So That's that's cool too cuz like you're opening up your view and I feel like some if anything if if a guy like you came to like our team, obviously there would be some guys like you said that would be like what's good with this kid and there would be some yeah. people that like would probably get turned off for me. I would be like, yo, I'm I'm kind of jealous of this kid. I kind of want to learn from what <laughs> he's doing. Like what, you know, you're having fun. You're being you. What more could you really ask for on a social media app that like literally everyone, our age is on it now. Like you're being exactly. you. like, that's the best part. And that was the, that was the
1: hard thing. Like at the start, cause it really wasn't a big app. It wasn't, it, not everyone was it on wasn't. it. It
0: wasn't everyone used to, that's what, that's the one thing I said before, like we should be open to new things like we shouldn't yep. be very like you don't want i don't want to be like an older generation when like older dads are like oh facebook or oh instagram like like no like i want to be like gary Vee and like to, in a yes, sense where i'm like i want that shit you know
1: yeah and like that at like that attitude that you have like you like that could bring you to be someone like gary v and so that's like that's a really good attitude to have and that's what i have too so
0: yeah man um yeah, I think that's it, man. We, we talked about a lot of great things, man. I'm really glad that I was able to get you on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. I love talking about this stuff.
0: Um, okay, so for the listeners out there, go check out Jackson's page on TikTok. Go check his IG. Go buy his merch. You know, we all gotta, we all gotta eat. We all gotta eat. We gotta <laughs> go check him out, Stetson Baseball. Big things to come from my guy. Keep looking at his content, man. It's funny. It's relatable. And the number one thing that we both agree on is just be yourself and do what you want to do. Right.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You hit it on the head right there. That's exactly,
0: exactly it. Awesome. Uh, thank you all. And yeah, that interview is brought to you by just kidding. I don't have any ads on this podcast yet. Just kidding. But anyways, um, yeah, great interview with Jackson, man. He's a great guy. Um, really glad I was able to get him on the pod. Um, next, next week, Tuesday, Maybe Thursday, because Friday's Christmas. Maybe a Christmas edition episode. We'll see from there. But if you're new, welcome to the Roaring Twenties podcast. Cheers to being in your 20s in the 2020s. Peace!